I'm Sophie. Hi, I'm Paul. And we are SP Film Viewers. Firstly, I'd like to thank everybody who voted on Twitter for what we're about to review this week. We actually got some response. <laughs> when you said people were voting, I was like, really? I'm, I'm not on Twitter. I don't get Twitter. I have never have. I might have an account, but I'm, I don't know. I'm younger than you and I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, so I was quite surprised as to... Uh, that might sound strange, but the amount of people who almost like straight away got on board with the votes coming in was quite taken aback. It's like, uh, shows people care <laughs> so thank you very very much um the choices were between the apartment breakfast at tiffany's and all about eve all good contenders for things that i've wanted to see for a while um they're all kind of like in a sort of similar vein i feel like in a time period or and being like a old timey like <laughs> rom-com aspect to them so even the apartment yeah yeah i think so oh, okay yeah because when paul shows me them i just go by front covers yes. he doesn't read the back until we get to this point yes that's kind of the point but i don't know a great deal about this myself but i've kind of it seems to have high praise and high scores well i thought that about quieten but you know <laughs> i've got a feeling this is definitely going to be pretty solid I hope so, because we've had quite a few flat ones. So I'm hoping for a really good one. Yeah. And you know me with an old-timey classic, yeah. like Singing in the Rain. I'm yeah, hoping exactly. I'm going to love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really high hopes. And now people have recommended it as well. I'm even more so, because I was going to go breakfast at Tiffany's. I've never seen it, and I've always well, wanted to see it. Neither have I. But that will come around for sure. But yeah, it just I thought I'd give it a fair chance of all the choices, because I, mm, I don't know which one to think. I didn't want to be like... Uh, almost like flip a coin kind of thing and be yeah. like having to do that. So I'm kind of glad it's worked out. And it's in a way it's not like something was like they were all the same scoring on it in terms of the, what the votes came in. This this kind of outbeat the other two by quite a margin. Mm, this was like 50% of the scores. 50, yeah. Just, so outright winner. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know anything about The Apartment. I did ask you if my lovely George Bailey was in it and you disappointed me. No, James Stewart in this, no. But um, Jack Lemon is <laughs> is in it, but I, I, I mean, I, I've I've not really heard of him. I don't know if that's, that's bad in terms of like, oh, you should know who he is kind of thing, if he's like an equivalent of like James Stewart or something, but... George Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that kind of gives me good signs that it must be like a he must be play a good role is he did she i've no idea well on the front cover he looks like a grumpy old man like walking yeah on the i've got the arrow academy set that i've, I've, I've bought and it's got this like nice art style 
cover to it. And yes, yeah, the, the guy walking down the street does look a bit grumpy with a cigarette in his mouth, but yeah, I don't know. And then it also reminds me of one that we watched where he just was in an apartment block. You mean a rear window? Yeah. So I'm wondering straight away, I'm thinking, oh, is it just going to be set in the apartment? Is Are we not going to go anywhere else but there? Mm, I don't know. It could could well be. I'm not entirely sure, as I say. So Just I'll, going from the title, that's... Yeah, yeah. 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 But I think that's where the, some of the main focus of the story is because of what this says on the back, which I'll read to you. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. So. Best reading voice, please. <laughs> C.C. Bud Baxter is a lowly Manhattan office drone with a lucrative sideline in renting out his apartment to adulterous company bosses and their mistresses. It's a brothel. Yeah, basically whoring <laughs> himself out. Or whoring the apartment out. When Bud enters into a similar arrangement with the firm's personal director, J.D. Sheldrake, his career prospects begin to look up and up, but when he discovers that Sheldrake's mistress is Fran Kubelik, the girl of his dreams, he finds himself forced to choose between his career and the woman he loves. Oh, well, we all know what he was going to go for, don't we? Yeah, I feel like that's going to be other Well, story. it better be. Yeah. Because I'd like to hope he'd pick me, Paul, if he was faced with that. Are album. you talking about, not in the film, you're talking just in general? Yeah, I feel like any man should go for the woman they love unless the they could... Taking them with them. Yeah, yeah. if they could t- go somewhere oh, and the job yeah. takes them elsewhere and the woman they love, have your cake and eat it too if you can. But mm-hmm. if you can't, then I feel like you should always go for love. Quiden or whatever it was that we watched kind of told us that in the black hair yeah. one, yeah. really. So, yeah. Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm trying to connect. Take something it. from that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> win <laughs> yeah so uh really looking forward to seeing what this has to offer and take it you are as well yeah i really am i'm intrigued mm-hmm. i still think i want to watch all the other ones as well though oh yeah of course yeah so it might be yeah something that we will later on the line have mm-hmm. to put in again yeah we did watch shop around the corner around christmas we didn't do a review no that might that. that might come up christmas time i think and I feel like I really, really enjoyed Shop Around the Corner as well. So I feel like any classic old black and white, I prefer them than normal films. So I, I'm hoping it's a good score. So we'll be back to speak to you shortly. What did you do to your hair? It was making me nervous, so I chopped it off. Big mistake, huh? No, I don't like it. <laughs> Got a Lulu. Huh? Yeah, I bet I get too close. I never catch colds. Really? I was reading some figures from the Sickness and Accident Claims Division. Do you know that the average New Yorker between the ages of 20 and 50 has two and a half colds a year? Yeah, that makes me feel just terrible. Why? Well, to make the figures come out even, if I have no colds a year, some poor slob must have five colds a year. Yeah, it's me. You should have stayed in bed this morning. You should have stayed in bed last night. Movie-wise, there has never been anything like The Apartment. Love-wise, laugh-wise, or otherwise-wise. <laughs> that was quite good, actually. 
I think he should, should speak like that all the time now. Or like an old-fashioned, timey, yeah. American. Well, it doesn't have to be American, but yeah. <laughs> I think that's the only thing that can really be done with that kind of talk. <laughs> you see? I do like George Bailey quite a lot, so... Yeah, we didn't talk like that then. No, so yeah, no but different... he has a nicer accent. But he's still speaking correctly. Yeah, now wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on there a second. <laughs> they pronounce yeah. so much. And I don't know, it's just, it, I like that. Maybe I do pronounce quite a bit, I don't know. I'd say so, yeah. So maybe that's what it is in me. I'm like, oh, somebody else that's talking properly. <laughs> Rather than, all right, mate. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that kind of goes the opposite way for me. <laughs> yeah. So, the apartment, was it all you kind of expected it to be? I loved it. I really did. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. I thought I was going to enjoy it. Yes. But I didn't know where it was going to lead good. and how in-depth it went. Mm. So much detail thrown at you from the get-go. So, yeah, I... When we when it started up and it's like reeling all these facts off about like oh, how many percent people of like New York and stuff and all this kind of stuff and I was thinking this is something that Mark and John from Hundred Things from Film will probably have a field day with all the kind of facts that even like dispersed throughout the film as well. They'll definitely kind of... get to a hundred. That's <laughs> oh, for sure. Or yeah. beyond. Yeah, yeah. On that one, maybe the, it should be two hundred things <laughs> 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 because they were on the nineteenth floor. I, I could relate to our main lead. Yes. Miss uh, Brinks, was it? No, Baxter. Baxter. C.C. Baxter. C.C. Baxter. Buddy boy, as, but, oh, as yeah. referring to him, the, the, the corporates up top of him. Yeah. He's in an accounting job. Well, yeah. I'm somewhat yeah. in an accounting job. role. And it's just like, yeah, I can relate to crunching those numbers daily and he kind of being, he's like middle for diddle in his career, you'd say. He's not like... The big wigs, he's your kind of no. doer. Yeah, he's like a part of the office drones kind of yeah. thing going on. Like it, They have a system of clocking through like at a certain time of day just to get the hordes and hordes of people yeah, into the, the office Yeah, the hours block. were so weird. weird. He started at 8.50. It's like, could I not just start at 9? <laughs> you know, like 10 minutes, yeah. like just so that they can get in the elevators. Yeah. Also, what's strange is I've never seen somebody man an elevator before. I've never been in somewhere so posh or a building so high yeah, that yeah. you have to have somebody manning the elevators. No. To be fair, I've been stuck in an elevator. We know this. <laughs> and I feel like that might have helped if, you know, because there's a capacity, isn't there, of the amount of people that should yeah, be allowed in an elevator. That's it. The reasoning behind that, particularly maybe in this film, and maybe back in the day anyway, was to... Like not just cramming people in like sardines. It's like right, that's full. Someone who's like an authoritative person to be like, yeah, that's it, that's it. That's all that's allowed. Going up, going down, whatever. Yeah, boring job. Also, I would hate it because it's like I'm stuck in an elevator all day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if you're sick of them, you're like, I don't want to yeah. get in one. I'd rather use the stairs. I think than that being my job. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it, to think that that even is a job. I don't think I don't know if there's if maybe correct me if I'm wrong. Unless it's like in America or something, there is people that still have that job. Unlikely for that to be a career path now, but no, and it's just like one of those things where they used to have so many jobs, didn't they, out there? Where it was like these little kind of easy jobs that you could get. Where now we have a machine that does it. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, it's crazy. 
But the main crux of the story really is that Baxter is putting his superiors above himself more ways than one is yeah. to to rent out his apartment to allow them to have like flings with other or office. nice stands yeah. or like a bit well, of a floozy. It's more, it's more that because it's, it's like continuously. Yeah, it's like he's got a bit on the side, isn't it, that they have these men. Yeah. It seems to be like as well, like, a bit glamorised by the fact that they've got a wife, but they've got a bit on the side, and it's like, like that's okay, and that's acceptable. Yeah, like a some like gentleman's club thing. Yeah. But it's it's very strange that it's kind of like, yeah, this is all right, yeah, and there's, there's no problem with this at and, all. And nobody's yeah. blinking an eyelid uh, thinking, you poor wife, or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, nowadays, I feel like somebody would be like, look, be like, you sure you should be doing that? That's not really acceptable. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh yeah, no, no. You, the higher up you are, you can do whatever you want. Really, it doesn't really matter. He's trying to do it though. Is is Baxter to get go up the corporate ladder basically? Just work hard. That might help. But I think back then you had to. The so that you mean you, your way you, in. You, that room that he's in. It's like a whole floor of just these counting machines or wherever they are. It's oh, it's so noise. archaic yeah. as well. Yeah. Like they've got a typewriter. That looks like a little bit mod con because it kind of instead of having to make it go on to the next line, it kind of you didn't and it'll move on. Yeah. And then they've got a phone and that that's it and then and little Rolodex. Rolodex. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Is that for numbers? Is that what that is? Yeah, it's like a well, like a little diary of keeping track of people in the building for num- like numbers to call on. That's what it was. It seems so yeah, strange. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> to a point, it's obviously he's in such a swarm of other people it's like hard to stand out so it's like mm. what do i do to kind of like get anywhere in my, my job so i don't know i'd, I'd rather to... be middle for diddle than have somebody sleeping in my bed with somebody every other night and then me being out in the cold because yeah. they do say it's a saying you can have all the success in the world but if you don't have anyone to share it with there's no point in being successful exactly yeah so when he does get a moment to like have his apartment to himself, he's obviously like living in sort of sort of squalor, but it it looks okay for what a, a pad really. Yeah, but it's near enough his full wage for like a month. Yeah. So he gets for ninety four pounds and uh, dollars. Dollars. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if that's ten or seventy. I can't read my handwriting. Seventy. Seventy. Yeah. And then he gets about roughly it's eighty five pounds. Dollars. Dollars. Oh god. <laughs> Couldn't go anywhere, could I? Um, <laughs> complete Brit for his apartment. They dumped yeah. it because she'd done some aircon or something in it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, that's like a week's wage. If that's even a, m- a month, I'm assuming it was, but he didn't really say. I would think they normally, even back then, they probably do it by monthly renting. That's cost. one week's worth of wage, yeah. that is. Yeah. But then he's also got a. I mean, these people who are. Using his apartment, they like paying for booze. I assume. I don't know if he's actually actually getting benefiting in terms of any monetary on the side as well. Like a little. I don't feel like he is freelance job or something, but. And he's getting more kind of hassle from it than he is probably any rewards or benefit at the beginning. Like the organisation on this would do my head in. Like people being flaky. Oh, I can't do that day. No, we need to do it on this day. And oh, I need to just borrow your apartment while. Is blessing asleep? I'm like sod off. It's my house. Yeah, I would. I, I'd be livid. I I won't be able to. The patience he's got. Like oh, I'm stood outside. I know. Yeah, waiting like because cold. I said eight yeah. o'clock, and now it's still gone over an hour. 
I'd have gone, knocked on the door going, are you going to get out? <laughs> it's my home. Yeah. But he just seems one of those really pushover characters at the beginning, doesn't he? Yeah, this is what kind of what the film is kind of developing for him as a character to grow. But what I kind of find interesting, obviously, and fun, kind of funny, because this film is obviously funny moments, <laughs> is when he sits down like, all oh, right, I got me, me dinner, whatever, at the TV. <laughs> Turns it on and it's like, right, now I'll show. But first, a word from our sponsor. And it's like, oh, I've got to f- flip through the chances to anything to not have to sit through a commercial. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, we relate to those things. We always hate. Well, I'm just, like most people, I'm sure, like, oh, going to commercials, you, you need to nip up, you know, go get a, go to the toilet, go and get a drink or whatever while it's going on yeah. before the show comes back on and everything. And he has this, like, fe- almost like futuristic, like, TV switch instead of, like, what you would think of, like, on an old TV, like going to switch them yeah, manually it looks like on the thing. Yeah, a big remote box thing, like yeah. a switch box, so they could change the channel without having to get up and. Th- which is kind of inventive, but I don't know if that was a a thing for in the sixties, early. 60s. I do know. I spoke to my mum, and she was like, "Well, my TV didn't have that. It was on the telly. Yes, if you wanted to change the channel, you had to get up and change change yeah, it. Yeah. But I don't know if it's maybe there was a modcon you could have." Yeah, higher class you were, maybe you could afford. Maybe they've been developed. Maybe it's just a states thing. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. So he goes through all that, and then he eventually goes back around, and it's like here's no, it's another advert. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! Like I can't get a break mm. with this just a relaxed downtime. It's kind of like a, a sad for him because it's just like there's no, there's no break. He, all he does is stay at work, no. and then he's st- stood yeah. outside waiting for his work colleagues to leave his apartment. He then gets. A microwavable meal that looks absolutely shocking. Yeah. Like, well, it looks like a microwave oven meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you peel the fit foil back or what? It looks like something you'd have in thing. prison. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, that's what it looks like with a little kind of carton bits. So it's really sad for him. I, th- I do think, though, bless him, because he stood out in the rain waiting for this one person to leave. And he gets a cold. And that whole... It's good acting on his part, Jack Lemon. This is the Baxter character. And for like a good chunk of the film, he's kind of like putting on this like nasally, like he's got a cold voice. So there's, mm. it's good on him for like keeping that up for yeah, and sneezing and, and like being yeah, yeah. Because normally for films, you might be like oh, a couple of scenes and then it's moved on to the next a week later or something mm. like that, but or something like that. But now I think that's kind of good acting on his part for for that. Yeah, hundred percent did that really solid. Also the lady in the elevator, Fran. Mm-hmm. She called the cold Lulu, like, mm. like flu flu. I don't know. I I didn't <laughs> know this was a thing back then that you'd get like a Lulu and it would be meaning a cold, like sniffles. We say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like over here, anyways, we do. But I don't think Lulu is one in my our books, anyways. That you would. So I was like, oh, that's really strange. What's really strange also is the fact that when they obviously like going back to the elevator stuff, it's like good morning. Mr. Duh, Mr. Duh, Mr. Duh, 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 Duh. Reeling off all these names, like just to get and like good morning to every every single person that's in the things. I couldn't be bothered, like just to say good now. morning, everybody, and then that's yeah, right, get in the lift. Well, even when you get into your desk, like when I walk into work, morning, everyone, yeah, and that's it. That's it. That's all you do as opposed if, to if somebody else is later than me and they they arrive, then I'll they'll say yeah, morning, yeah. And I'll say morning back, but I don't yeah. say the full name. But back then they were more polite right. and courteous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> compared that's, to us now. Yeah. And what? Obviously, the first impressions with Fran, with the pixie hair. I like her. She's she's different. Yeah. It's not like she's your typical kind of era 
look like in that style. Yeah, no, I think that's probably where they went for that kind of hairstyle as well to kind of differentiate between just everybody else of that. Like long curly kind of hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she seems unique. She stands out. Even like her facial features, the way Mm -hmm. that she is. Yes. She does have like a pixie kind of chin and just she just looks completely different and stands out because of everybody else. Yeah, yeah, she's got like a a cute demeanour to her. Mm. Her character, I'm a little bit like, "Mm, I want to really like her, Mm -hmm. but she she does annoy me a little bit. Yeah, she's a bit selfish, I feel. Is that more from what we learn later on? Yeah. From the get-go, you think, oh, this looks like a cute, meet, cute kind of thing. You want them to get together. And then... Paul Baxter with the faffing around with like like you're saying about like rearranging dates and stuff. I just couldn't be bothered like going through that. Or I gotta go check in on like. Well, the fact that he's got a cold, he's looked at his temperature and gone, Jesus, I need a night yeah, in bed to recover. Yeah. And he doesn't even get that, does he? Bless him in the end because he's having to faff around, moving schedules and everything like that to kind of just get a night in bed. Yeah, the place to himself kind of. Yeah, and, and it's like it's your own apartment. You pay for it. You shouldn't be worried about saying no now and again to these people but because they're above him in his workplace I feel like that's really they've gotten like sort of like an b- emotional blackmail or something yeah it's like horrid that. it really yeah. is because like well if you want to help us we can move you up the ladder but if not we can drop you like a sack of potatoes yeah because that was a more thing back then as well like you're fired and that's it you're out on oh your yeah ass. no no you're given a month's Notice. leeway of or anything like that it's your first warning second warning it's, that's it yeah, once well, once yeah. you've kind of tarnished it, you can just get yeah. gone, basically. Yeah. Which, I don't know, it's good and it's bad, because it can be... It's good if you want to get rid of somebody and they do need to get shot off, but it's bad if it's personal, Yeah, which you can't do nowadays. I mean, I'm speaking from knowledge of like what happens in the UK. I don't know if that's still a thing that occurs in the States with you know first chance, second chances, or whatever. I feel like it jobs. will be, because unless they've done something really bad... Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Then I feel like they'll have a HR over there that... Yeah, oversee that, yeah. 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 But Baxter seems to know quite a lot about her anyway. Kind of like, oh, how do you know my name and my address and all that stuff? It's like, well, obviously because the Rolodex and all the files that we've got on him. So it's kind of like he he knows her without actually getting to know her. Yeah, he's such, interested. Yeah. It's like kind of Facebook stalking, <laughs> Yeah, a little equivalent. bit, yeah. <laughs> Early days, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, let's have a look at you. Are you single? Or... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he does really have a crush on, on her. It's yeah. really endearing. Yeah. So it kind of comes around that the big boss knows that Baxter's up to something and calls him up to the office. So initially he's getting really excited, thinking he's going to get a promotion, and he's like, oh, it's my big break. They've put in a good word for mm-hmm. me. Scurries up to go up to there, and it turns out... They, he, he knows... That what the goings on in the office are this key being passed around and stuff between to and fro and then it's like when I want in on this yeah yeah I want the benefits of this and if you do I'll make you my like chief next man kind of thing yeah, yeah. which to be fair he does get in the end works his way oh. up that way but it's not the way to work no no up. what I found interesting about that as well like. It made it seem like it was a grand thing, like you know, he's packing up his desk and walking to the mm. the front of the camera, or you know, off off screen, whatever. And, and it kind of seems like, yeah, it's 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 still on the same level. It's just a box that's just away from the front of everybody. So it's not not like a big like, all right, like I'm, I'm away from everybody. It's kind of like still overseeing everybody else. Everybody. 
it's a step up for him, sure. But it doesn't seem like to me anyway. That's kind of like a, I'm just kind of boxed in away from everybody. Else. I wasn't like overseeing. You could probably see everybody like leering at you from mm. the, the distance if you paid hard enough attention. I'm wondering if he's like a manager now. Yeah, yeah. If he's like looking after those on the yeah, yeah. That's floor. The, that's the idea behind it. So, so it's but, he he has leveled up and he's it says something administrator. Yeah. Something on his door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like but, but I think that was done away in a good way. Like. Again, the camera angles there because obviously, like, say he's walking off with a smile on his face, and he cut to like someone painting something <laughs> on the door, and then it kind of like pans around or cuts around, and it's like, yeah, I'm just like looking over the the, the drones of people, so it doesn't seem like it's, it's it's a good step up in a way, but it is for him. It's a small win. Yeah, but, you've got yeah. your own space. Yeah, yeah, which I think he needs because he hasn't got it at home, so he feels yeah. like that's his only little room yeah, where exactly, this is yeah. mine. And yeah. Away from everybody, yeah, yeah. I can de- I can say who can come in and can't at my exactly, terms. Yeah. So I feel like yeah. that's how he gets that bit of closure, having that. Yeah, his own space to. Yeah. Although there's an instance when there's at the Xmas party, and he's like Saint Francis stepping to my office, and then there's <laughs> people making out there as well. It's like, oh come on, like can yeah. I not get any privacy <laughs> even in my office space that I've got I've worked up for? He's like, doesn't seem fair. It's like just get out. Yeah. And he's kind of trying to better himself. He's got, like, a hat and he's asking Fran, what does she think? think? Yeah. But I don't really think she appreciates it. Like, she's not really, like, interested. Or she's thinking he's working his way up and she's not eager. Even though, you know, we find out what Fran is eventually from the back of it. Yeah, it's because she had an encounter with the big boss's receptionist. He had a thing with her. And then there was other women before, after that. And then in between, it's like, well, you you know, who's going to be next type of thing. So it's kind of putting that seed of doubt into this and making her feel a bit lousy. So she's really not paying much attention yeah. to this. But She's thinking of herself. So she's actually been, seems to be like a summer fling that she's had with Jeff, which mm-hmm. she's then thought it was something else and thought he was going to divorce his wife and everything for her. He's now trying to say that again to her to string her along. Yeah. But the office, like, secretary has said... I've heard that story before and everything, yeah. You know, you know, different, you know, special. Yeah. He's just going to carry on with his life and have a bit on the side, basically. That's the kind of man he is. Yeah. But I feel like, for a woman's perspective on this, if I was Fran and I can see Baxter being such a lovely kind of gentleman, being a really kind of nice man... Yeah. I'd be like, why am I wasting my time? With this guy that clearly doesn't want me. Yeah, okay, I love him, but he doesn't love me and he's not treating me right. There's a guy here that really values me. Why am I wasting my time? If it's always that thing, is it's like, well, it's just got the money and it's just like a falsehood of like what is love really to, to you, really? Mm-hmm. It's like is it is it just the being up in the the ranks of society or you're just really just looking for someone just to be more genuine towards you and actually care about you. Yeah, because that's what love is. Yeah. It's not just buying you things. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying that all wrong or anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But do you... It's an interesting thing to pose to yourself. A portion of this is set around Christmas, so does this technically make it a Christmas film? Mm, not like the shop around the corner Christmas film. Right. I don't really see a Christmas tree apart no. from in his, his apartment. apartment. Yeah, and the the boss man's yeah. family home. Yeah. But it's not like you're decorating it. It's not like you're doing any kind of... Apart from the Christmas party and opening some presents on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. 
that's kind of it. I'd say it probably is, but... It's low-key. Yeah. yeah, it's not a yeah. high contender compared to, like, It's a Wonderful Life and... Yeah, it was interesting because most of that is more at the back end, isn't it, isn't it? anyway? Yeah. With, with that, and yet that's still deemed more of a Christmas film. film. But yeah. it has a better Christmas moral. That's why I think it works yes. so well. Yeah. And even the Shop Around the Corner does as well. Mm. So anyone that wants to go see Shop Around the Corner, it is something we probably will... I'd like to review it around Christmas time. Yeah, no, I, I remember we said on the blurb we probably will do for when that comes around for Christmas. Mm. So, yeah. But the one of the good lines of this anyway, when and the turning point for Baxter as well, when he realises with the mirror that she that Fran has, because that Jeff, the boss, has inside. Like, oh, I found this mirror in the apartment or, or something, and it's like oh, it's cracked. And then then when Fran like when he asks Fran in in his office, mm-hmm. can I borrow the mirror to look at how I look in the mirror, and notice it's cracked. It's like, oh right, this is the same. Same mirror, and he knows. Yeah, it's her. She's like, "What's the matter?" And it's like, "Yeah, the mirror, it's broken." It's like, "Yeah, I like that." It makes makes me look the way I feel. So for for both of them as well, it's like his his morals are cracked in in that way. And then she's obviously you know, like, as she states, she's broken in like how she feels about herself. Yeah, I think she's trying she's to. Doing. Yeah, she's trying to justify what she's doing because she thinks, "Well, I'm in love with him," but it's like. She's not thinking of the bigger picture and everybody else that she's hurting uh-huh. while she's doing this. Because she's even hurting Baxter uh-huh. without her realising it. Like, bless him, I really feel sorry for him when he realises his big boss, that he's kind of lending the apartment and helping him go up the ranks is the girl he really likes. Yeah. It makes it bittersweet. It really does. And for him, it's like a trip to the bar, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. He's feeling sorry for himself. Yeah, yeah. I really like this how this kind of scene plays out because like, it goes back into the apartment where Fran and uh, Jeff are, and they're, they're kind of like breaking it up. So Baxter is like you know drowning sorrows at the bar and everything. It's all busy and there's a guy with a Santa suit and everything. Yeah, yeah, there and is. So I guess there's a Christmas thing there, and this this woman I think her name is Margie or something is like trying to get his attention. Like oh, oh she's a pain. <laughs> yeah, but I think she's really hilarious. Like a typical New York actor. What's the big idea? Yeah, <laughs> kind of thing and everything. So she's like blowing straws, and and Baxter's like he's just in zoned out. He's like not even paying to know a second glance. Yeah, over he's it. He's just uh, feeling so sorry for himself. himself. He's probably absolutely drunk at this point. Yeah, yeah. And so they, but she does come over and have a little conversation. But they're just looking forward. And not like look at each other, kind of just having a conversation about it, and he's just sort of whatever kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But she's 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 really funny. She's throwing herself yeah, at yeah, him yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. to be fair. Because her husband's uh, been taken in by Castro or some, <laughs> something in Cuba. And like, oh, right, okay. And, well, that makes you really want to kind of mess around with her, yeah, doesn't it? Because yeah. like the husband, when he comes out, yeah, not going to be a pretty picture, is yeah. it? So I cut back to. The apartment and Fran's having, I guess, a bit of a breakdown as well, and she so understandably. She's, well, yeah, she's crying yeah. her eyes out. She's feeling sorry for herself, even though she knew the situation she, mm-hmm. and she got herself into it anyways. So I, I don't really feel sorry for yeah. her that much because really, you should have not got yourself this deep yeah. into this situation. You should have gone right. No, this is married. That's it. Mm-hmm. No questions. No ifs or buts. Just don't go there. But she's like upset she's like oh well you've done this with this other woman and i'm nothing and she's really demoralizing herself in front of him and he couldn't 
really care. No, it's like, oh, what's the matter with you type of thing? And it's yeah, like, oh, uh, this is not like you, not fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like, well, no, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> learn all this stuff at the office part and it's like, oh, no, 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 it doesn't mean nothing to me type of thing and all that spiel. But it's just, she doesn't believe him now. Anything he says is just a lie. And and the fact that obviously, like, with the gift exchange, it's like she's bought him a really thoughtful, like, vinyl. Yeah. Stuff it's like, oh, my song from the, or our song from the uh, the Chinese restaurant or whatever. Even though he takes everybody there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, our song. And he's like, here's $100. And it's like a bit of a, mm, it's a bit like a um, hookerish vibe going on here, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Well, you, so then she even said, oh, well, I best start taking my clothes off. off. Yeah. Because you paid me. Me, yeah. It's like, oh, it's not like that. It's not like that. Well, I've got to go now, anyways. And it's like, well, we could have had some fun, but you've wasted his time crying. That's yeah, basically... and I was like, oh, how selfish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. But so... he really makes you feel like you crap on his shoe, yeah. basically, because yeah. he's so high up. But yeah, yeah. He probably doesn't do anything, anyways, for his job. He's like one of those that just does nothing yeah, and yeah. lets everyone else it's do his it. Desk yeah. Because he even said to when Baxter kind of levels up again. Mm-hmm. You're working too hard. <laughs> like, what? I get paid the big bucks, shouldn't I be working hard? And then we go cut back to the barn, and obviously it's closing <laughs> hours for the patrons, and they're kind of like dancing, like off, holding cheek, to cheek. cheek almost. Yeah, it's really funny. I don't know how they're keeping up like that, like how they're actually yeah. standing and dancing that way. Uh, and they're like, get out. Yeah. It's time so, to fix your yeah. clothes. Yeah, and she's like, right, we're going my place or yours. And he's like, well, looks at his watch. And he's like, well, let's go to mine now. Everyone else does. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's get some use out of my actual apartment. I do feel sorry for him, though, because he gets so much stick off his neighbours. Yes, that's another point as well, yeah. With everything that goes on, because he it, it thinks, they think he's a ladies' man, and he's getting no action at all, bless know, him. Yeah. Which and- makes the the situation even more hilarious because it's like, yeah, I'm not actually getting anything from this. Yeah, but he's getting a bad reputation in his apartment Mm. and everyone's kind of thinking he's a bad person, really. And bless him, he's not. He's not doing anything wrong. (laughs) (laughs) These superiors just do not really care about the um, repercussions of, like, with all these bottles they're drinking, he's got to take them to the bottle bank or whatever. And And all the noise they're making while uh, they're doing a certain activity. Yeah. 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 Well, we soon realise when they go back to the apartment, Franny's passed out in bedroom and everything, and she's taken some sleeping pills. She could have overdosed on yeah. that, and she yeah. could not be here. Yeah. And it's like, not meaning this in a bad way, and I understand people might get themselves into that state of mind, but no man or no woman or anybody is worth making you feel that way. It's no. Not, it's just not worth it. No. But it's quite, um, quite dark... Subject matter to include in a film like this as well, yeah. for the t- especially for the time, because like a super, it's well a serious thing to to occur in a, a film of of that of mm. this era. So they still do it in a light way, even though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't like yeah, not like but it's you know foaming at the mouth or anything crazy like that. But no. it's kind of like a when, when he's when Bax is like, all right, get in the room ready, and it's like open the door and it's like close, and then like, mm-hmm. go like, double take, like what. Like, kind of his dreams have come true because she, like, Franny's on my bed. But then it's like, a, oh, she's not awake. Yeah. He's like, get out. Come on. I'm, I'm going to actually get some action here. So he's, like, not really caring for her until yeah. he realises she's n- not waking up. And then again, there's more of hilarity with the, the Margie that 
it's like, hey, what's yeah, what's the big idea again? And then, yeah. Thing. And then she's like, banging on the door and yeah. making her food far. Yeah. And, oh, the, the doctor next door, then bless him, he's so helpful. Mm-hmm. But he sees him kicking one girl out and then having one girl overdose yeah. on his bed. And it's like, he's only helping Fran, really. And even though, actually, it's all Fran's fault. Yes, yeah. That's the annoying thing. It's like, he's taking all this flack for her when, it, in a sense, it's all her her doing. For the f- what's occurring around at this time, yeah. yeah. Not not beforehand, because... No, but no. it's like, well, he, she's overdosed because yeah. of Jeff. Baxter's not done anything wrong, yeah. he's, apart from lend out his apartment to these people. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing he's done wrong. She should have not slept with Jeff because she knew he was married. She shouldn't have overdosed in his apartment. And he gets all sorts of flack thrown at him mm-hmm. because of her then. Like, like it's not worth it, bless him. It's, just leave her. <laughs> I know. But you've got, you got to have a conscience of, like, well, at least got to make sure she's okay because that's... Head is like looks pretty dodgy, suspect, doesn't it? We also didn't bring up the fact that Baxter, bless him, did actually invite her to the cinema right at the beginning, not knowing. Yeah, yeah. She was with Jeff and she stood him up. He's going to a performance and it's like because he gave him the tickets to obviously use while he he was out, Baxter was out, he's using the the loss, is using the apartment and everything. He's just, yeah, so he's like, even when started, he's standing in the street as if like, oh, I don't want to, just in case she shows up and doesn't know where to be. Seated or whatever, and it's a very sad yeah. situation for him. And it's but. like, and now you're looking after her. Yeah, he's a good guy, and he? So, he is. He yeah. is. It's just too like good for his own. Yeah. His I own mean, good. even like stuff like any potentially dangerous weapons, like the razors he has, and it's like, right, I'll keep them in my pocket or mm. hide them away out just in case, because he's he's so worried that she's she's on the brink of ending her life in yeah. One way he's or the been other. so thoughtful Thought. about everything. Yeah. And she's just been a whining cow. Yeah, she admittedly she's a one of the negatives about the film is a bit too, a little bit whiny, and now she comes across and everything's a woe is me type of. Yeah, she feels thing. so sorry for herself, but it's like, well, you actually put yourself in that situation. Like, yeah. there's a couple of good liners from this where mm. she's kind of mm. quotable. Yeah. Like, why do people have to love people anyway? And it's like, oh, I know it sounds horrible. Like, I know how ache and breakups and stuff like that it, it does hurt yeah yeah and i'm lucky that i've got you in that sense and we've not broken up yet <laughs> <Which word? laughs> yeah yeah but it's you ch- you have a choice of who you fall in love with as well mm-hmm. so it's like well you knew the situation the outcome's not going to be pretty is it yeah but in the moments in the moment you kind of think oh this is going to work out or something you feel like you are the one person who's going to change this person's mindset or something. It's it's just one of those things when you, you're kind of blinded, aren't you, a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Annoyingly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> it's just one of those things. But one of the things that kind of took me back as well when the doctor comes in, I was like like very comical, but kind of like a bit of way of bringing around. It's obviously got the smelling salts, but then like <laughs> proper like bitch slapping in and stuff like, wake up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I guess that's what you need to be doing. Like, yeah, she's yeah. just trying to fall back asleep. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, no. No, you've got to. Like, shaking her, yeah. kind of saying, yeah. wake up. Wake up, wake up, yeah. I do feel a bit sorry for her in that sense, but it's like, well, like, she even said, why did you wake me up? Why didn't you just leave me? She's really in a negative state of mind. And I just, I don't know, if I were back, I'd be like, well, you ha- you could have a good guy right here. And you just, you're not. 
take you're taking me for granted. So we have it where Baxter rings Jeff. Yes. To yes. let him know yeah, what's the happened. Situation, yeah. And he couldn't care less, could he? He just uh, wants to make sure it doesn't come back on him, him. that it's not publicised in any newspapers, that his wife don't find out. And he can't come over because it's Christmas. Yeah. So literally putting all of it on Baxter to this is like your number one priority. You have to look after her. Make sure that it's you that takes the flack for it. Mm-hmm. And then once you've done all of that, yes. I'll give you a big promotion. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So again, he's put through the ringer just to try and get where he needs to be. But And then as soon as we get back after Christmas, he, Jeff fires his secretary. It's like, you're shot. Basically, out you go because you've told Fran and then she's gone overdosed and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like rumours are going around the office because Baxter's not in, Fran's not in. After Christmas, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. And the brother-in-law comes knocking at the office as well. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, like to the higher-ups. Again, it's like, well, should we tell him where he is? Because we, we don't owe Buddy Boy anything. I, we haven't been able to go to the... Department because yeah, he's kind of boycotted all that, like the no more of this because can't be doing with this. Well, he can't because he, he needs to look after Fran, and yeah, that's yeah. what he's. But they're yeah. thinking he's, he's having a good time with Fran. Well, they do because one of them comes around. It's like because yeah. oh, we were scheduled in, and it's like no, you're not. Oh, uh, what, what was going on? Oh, why didn't you say so you, that you got Fran? You know, the one of the the women they were trying to like get the claws into. Really, I think that's because she's so elusive. Yeah, she didn't go for anybody else. Yeah, and they think they're single and she, they can't have her. So yeah. it's that. Alert, yeah, yeah, but they don't know the boss is yeah, being with yeah, her, that's yeah, why, yeah, yeah. And from, from that, there's another funny instance when the, the brother in law comes knocking at the door. It's like he's, I can't remember the words exactly, but it's something like uh, Baxter's like mid conversation with Fran. It's like, as I took advantage of you while you were in bed, as he's opening the door, and the brother in law yeah. hears that, and I'm thinking, oh, that's this, 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 such good but bad timing a bit on cringe his part. for yeah, me yeah. I was like, oh. it's like <laughs> so hilarious <laughs> yeah but he does really well does Baxter with how he plays that again he's protecting Fran's best interest there and he takes one on the chin or whatever for her and, but he's like oh, never been can't... better type of thing yeah, yeah. he's yeah. like oh thank you, you and know, kind of gives him a kiss. kiss kiss on the head yeah yeah. And he's like oh all is forgiven it's fine yeah. <laughs> love makes you do stupid things <laughs> and so now Baxter now gets his rewards for yeah. his efforts and has his big office right next to Big Boss. He's the director now. Yeah. And actually, I think he wishes he wasn't because he's so close to Jeff and he knows what's happened. And, yeah. He knows the impact on Fran and everything like that. He just seems to not be able to kind of cope with being so close. I feel like he'll be letting Baxter do all the work while Jeff just sits and has yeah. a good time, basically. Putting his feet up, yeah. Yeah. So it gets to a point of where Jeff now wants the key again. Um, he took the key in the river or so. I don't know. It got yeah, rid got of it, rid basically. Of it yeah, yeah. And he's saying, oh, well, we need to get another one cut, but for the time being, mm. can I just borrow your key? And I'm going to take Fran over to the apartment and kind of smooth things over. Because there's that sort of interim, isn't there, with with that, of like he has left his wife and family. Yeah. And everything, but it's kind of like, be on the down low a little bit yeah because it's like oh it's big news um the yeah baxter blessing's gonna say i'm gonna take fran off your hands it's fine i'm gonna yeah i love her so much type of thing yeah, yeah. and then he's Jeff like i've got big news too and it's like before. i'm taking off yeah. your hands like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's like but jeff does actually not jeff hmm. baxter actually sticks up for himself and says no you're not taking fran 
to mm-hmm. my apartment and puts his foot down. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what are you on about? And kind of saying, well, if you don't let me, I mm. can easily... Yeah, again, that threat of kicking you out of your job. Yeah. yeah. So he gave gives him the key and you think that he's kind of... Rolling over again. Yeah. But it's the washroom key. Yeah. It's a good turn. <laughs> and he says something like, decided to become a mensch, which I think is, I'm assuming, because the, the doctor says, and he says, I think he's like Jewish or something. There must be like a term for that. Do you know what that means? A human being. So probably like a being a man about the situations, like stepping up to him and, and it's like, right, I'm going to just leave the business now. Don't have to worry about that. I, no more, no more of this stuff. I'm not taking it anymore and just... Walks out. Yeah. But probably being the fact that he's been levelled up and levelled up. He's got it on his... Well, I don't know if they'd see these back then. <laughs> for, yeah. For, for all of like a day. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, actually, he'll probably raked in a bit. Mm. Won't need to be worrying too much about financially. He's wanting to move his apartment as well. He's wanting to just kind of put it all behind Pained him. Behind him, yeah. Too many bad memories, I guess. And just like, yeah, I'm just packing up and leaving. This is on New Year's Eve, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Where Jeff and Fran are in the same Chinese booth, yeah. Yeah. Looking into the new year. I think they, they couldn't get Baxter's apartment. Yeah, so yeah. he does actually say that to Fran. He's like, oh, we're going to have to drive out quite far mm. to get a hotel. Yeah. Because and that's the kind of turn realization for her mm. at this point. It's like, oh, Baxter did that, or Baxter said that, or something. She's kind of seeing the light a little bit on the situation, and it does this like Happy New Year cuts to like the crowd in the bar and everything, and then it's like cuts in like you know, and you even said yourself, didn't you? You kind of see in the films now to know like Jeff's like turned around, like, oh well, Fran, let's let's celebrate and like where's she gone type of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> left like, on yeah, his own, yeah, yeah, which yeah. he deserved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's like some closing final scenes, like where Fran's like running down the street to the apartment and everything, like the happy music playing and everything. Yeah. Cleverly done, but I knew it was what it was. Like a, what sounds like a gunshot. And she's like, oh my God, he's killed himself. <laughs> she's in the door. And it's just the bottle of champagne that the doctor gave him to bring in the new year that, um, that he opened. And then this nice moment again when they sat on the, the couch. Hmm. And let's let's play the gin rummy game yeah. that they played earlier. And he says, "I adore you." Bless yeah. him to her, Bailey. Yeah. He, he's besotted by yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. He he's just staring at her with the situ- other situation. He's like, "Do you hear what I said? I absolutely adore you." And she's like, "Shut up and deal." And he's like, <laughs> yeah, so that little quirky, cute ending. Yeah, and, and then yeah. they live happily yeah, ever yeah. after. Yeah, I yeah. So. Story-wise, that that's that, that's how it goes. That's how the. <laughs> How it crumbles. Cookie wise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of that I pointed out as well, didn't I? Yeah, I think I even said something the other day, something wise, and then you laughed at me. Yeah, there's a lot of like percentage wise, solution wise, divorce wise, yeah. Everything wise. But yeah. then it was quite funny when we looked at the the <laughs> Yeah, that's what I read out at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. We were like, Oh well definitely I... it is because you pointed it out, I didn't even notice it. Through the film and then yeah. read I saw that on the reversible sleeve of the box that was like the original art poster on the the Blu-ray I got, and it's like, oh yeah, that makes yeah, that makes sense now. It's stuff. Obviously, I'm not not I've not seen it before. I didn't know that was an integral writing in terms of the script and everything. So yeah, so but it's a really enjoyable first watch. Mm-hmm. To say the length of the film, it didn't feel like it went on that long. Mm. It kind of every beat had a good kind of chunk for it. Mm-hmm. I'd say it wasn't anything where I could go, hmm, they could cut that down and it'd be a better film. Okay, I felt there was maybe. A little bit, t- a teensy tiny bit could have shaved off, but I don't 
really know where that would occur. Mm. That's the thing. So maybe that's good in a sense. It's not like a, that clearly could just be yeah. chopped out. So it did seem to go on maybe not quite two hours, maybe like a, like 10, 20 minutes somewhere. But I don't, like I say, I don't know. So that's... I think um, it's definitely a solid mm, film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It has so much content with acting within it. So the lines have got to learn... All of that, and I think this is the thing where I really value when I watch these kind of films. It is just based on their acting skills alone, and there's no fancy things going behind them. No special them. effects, yeah, yeah. Nothing, it's just quality acting, a good, really good, robust storyline. Story. Yep, definitely, yeah. Which grabs you attention, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that's where I can kind of keep my attention up. Y- yes. If it's kind of a bit of an action film and I'm like, boom, boom, yeah, I'm like, it's a bit repetitive. Yeah, I get, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is why I really appreciate these older films. Yeah, because that's all they've got to work on, really. Yeah. yeah. And the storylines are so much better than what we've got today. They are. They're just so much more in depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent on that. I even like black and white. I th- yeah. I do. Tr- I don't know if you do though. Sit there and go. I wonder what the colour curtains would actually be. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just flip a switch yeah, and see. But see what colour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, obviously it wasn't literally all black and white back then because there was some colour films coming out at that mm. point anyway. But yeah, it's just a, just just the way it was filmed. But the the disc quality as well. I'm kind of glad because sometimes you can watch these films a bit like I think when we watched Quiet and I said to you, it's like I feel like what we streamed was maybe like DVD quality or something because it didn't seem that quite sharp. And on reflection, I looked at like a, a trailer of like announcing about it and look way more crisp on the thing, and the colours are a bit more vibrant. So I'm kind of happy that what I picked up this disc and, and this this set I've got is like a 4K scan of the, yeah. on the Blu-ray, and yeah, spot on with like no like grain or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was all clean and crisp and sharp, and everything was really stood out. So a good a good first watch on all accounts really for for the experience yeah yeah, yeah. no definitely yeah. i feel like this would be something i would put on again mm. happily and enjoy not christmas or just before maybe just before yeah. i don't yeah. feel like it's like you know what december gets yeah. like with ramming of christmas stuff and then trying to fit in all the classics yeah. yeah yeah i feel like it could be one that you could just start watching in november and you could get away with it yeah yeah really yeah revisit it sooner rather than later yeah. 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 Okay. Right for my score, it's kind of tricky because obviously we've been talking about it a bit more as we're going on. Kind of like enjoyed. Yeah, it's talking through it as with well. you. Yeah, 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 with you. So I think yeah, I'm gonna go because this could this could definitely alter over time. But I'm gonna sit at eight point five. Okay. Yeah. I think I think with more watches, obviously it's a great experience, like I said, mm-hmm. and everything. The length just tidy up a little bit, but I can definitely see this coming back to this and this and this might encroach to a nine in, wow. in the future future watches. But for now, first viewing, eight point five. Perfect. So for me, it is a nine. It's not a bang out ten like Singing mm-hmm. in the Rain, just mm-hmm. because certain characters within this and yeah. the moral behind it. I think yeah. Singing in the Rain is just that really good, lovely feel. Yeah, yeah. And A Wonderful Life. And even The Shop Around the Corner, they're like my ten worthies. 
Spoilers for the <laughs> Sorry. So they're yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one is definitely a high contender. I'm not saying it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just I can't justify a 10 for it. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know why I can't. I think it's just... I love Baxter no, no. as a character yeah, so yeah. much. And I don't feel like he's worthy of worthy for Fran in the end. Like I feel like he should have somebody better. I know. Yeah, I get what you mean. So, yeah, it's not justified as to why you would encroach it so high in the scoring. Yeah. No, I understand that, yeah. Because it's not like, a, wow, this, this blew me away with like everything. Don't get me wrong, it was great. But, the, yeah, it's just those very small details like there was no singing either so you know or dancing which that's why singing in the rain is Mm -hmm. high for you yeah yeah Yeah. or a good moral behind it yeah yeah which i feel like fran gets off lightly with everything she's done a little bit too much i get what you mean with that there's no repercussion apart from her overdosing i know that sounds really bad of actually saying it but that's self-inflicted no there's no other kind of she doesn't really get any repercussion from it even though she was the one no, that was wrong. she just made wrong. a slight boo-boo and it's like, yeah, okay. But, and but, Jeff but is, she... is the same. And I think that's the annoying thing. Baxter gets all the flack. Yeah, but he, he gets his what he deserves at the end, essentially. Or kind of he like deserves better. To, to that. So it's kind of not like a, and they lived happily ever after or anything like that. But it's kind of like that, kind of like all classic Hollywood, almost like walking into the sunset type yeah, of thing. It's but intended it's, that that's yeah, what's yeah, going to happen. That's sort of thing, so. I really enjoyed it. So thank you so much um, yeah. for picking it on well, Twitter. thank the people, really. Yeah. I don't know as to whether the other ones would stack up to that, but we will see in for future episodes of mm-hmm. when we come around to them. So. really feel like this has been the best one so far for me this year, even though I'm saying that now and I know I'm going into Monster March, yeah. which is such a drag. <laughs> <laughs> and what's more, there's actually the way it works with the the where the episodes fall. Mm. We just managed to get five episodes worth oh, instead yeah. of four doesn't that miraculously <laughs> work out well, well? It's worked well. but I, I, I promise you that this will be the last monster match we do now so. you're making me feel like i, I should be feeling sad <laughs> no, about no I'm... no no i think it's just like for, for fairness and covering all the stuff as well i think there's, there's there's plenty of of them but especially how it's worked with the going between the two like what you've seen and what i haven't seen there's there's to be honest, I'm I'm kind of struggling like for things that I haven't seen in terms of monster films that are like solid and not going to be obsessed. like yeah yeah yeah. So it kind of works out that there's there's three that you haven't seen and two that I haven't seen for the month. So that's yeah. that's pretty a good way to kind of like wrap it all up. Still not bitter about the fact that you only gave me like three Christmas and then we've got five months March. Like what is that? And then miraculously it'll happen in Halloween as well. There'll be like loads. Well, um, I don't think so what's occurring around that time so no halloween films but hopefully we should be getting married <laughs> none <laughs> yeah no, we probably will do some but... some but less i think two <laughs> three if we're lucky oh, <laughs> so thank you very much for listening to this episode and if you want to check out all our other episodes you can find us on apple podcasts spotify Podbean, Good Pods, Podchaser, and pretty much wherever else you might get your podcasts from. If you do want to have a look at any of the content or followers on Twitter or Instagram under the handle SP underscore film viewers, then definitely come on over there and either give us a like, share us around, give us a nice comment or any other films you want us to review, we can try and put those in the pipeline too. And if you 
give us like five star review on iTunes, Apple Store, whatever it's called these days, <laughs> um, or on uh, this Podchaser. I don't know if the Spotify thing still has has the means to re- put like reviews on, but if that's available, you can do that on there as well. I think with that being said, we will speak to you for Monster March next month. Yeah, we will. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. Definitely go and check the apartment out. And sadly, we'll be in Monster March. Five episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Sophie's going to go cry now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank you very much. And we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.